Hello, 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 and welcome back to Sounds of Diaspora. This is episode eight. Uh, I know we've had a three-week hiatus. I haven't been, you know, every week posting. But you know what? Sometimes life comes fast. So we're back, better than ever. And today i got some very special guests. So stay tuned. I'm going to drop some tunes first, let that stuff marinate, and I'm going to let you into a little secret. The secret is, <laughs> I've got a bunch of my friends here that all introduce themselves, and we're going to do a discussion about grime, drill, north versus south, east versus west, London versus the others, <laughs> and it's going to be lit. So stay tuned, stay tuned.
inside that thing so beautiful. Dana, she just hit my heart. Oh, Dana, full force and she got me like Dana. I be like Dana, baby. Why you so fried? This shit matters Putting substance into something in the world So used to instant gratification I found this instrumental on my phone while on vacation Eve sent it a year ago or so I probably heard it before But slept on it, you know Shit don't always connect as soon as you press play At times you gotta step away 
do some living Let time provide a new prescription, giving truer vision I dibble-dabble in a few religions My homie constantly telling me about Quran, putting me on I read a few pages and recognize the wisdom in it But I ain't got the discipline for sticking with it Now I'm on the way to London, got a show for seven digits I'm wondering just when did I become my biggest critic I wanna be my biggest fan, like how I was when didn't nobody know my jams Today my son said, Dad, let go my hand Reminding me one day he's gonna be his own man And my job is to make sure he's equipped I gotta make sure he not no bitch Cause niggas bound to try him If I said I was the toughest growing up I would be lying I had a fear of getting punched while everybody eyeing Add to that a constant fear of dying By gunshot wound or other violent type of endings I kept a tough demeanor on the surface But was mostly just pretending Luckily my bluff was working way more often than not But sometimes a nigga pull my card Trying to expose me for a fraud And with my reputation at stake I was scuffling just to save face Couple wins, couple losses Some broken up too quick to call it My last scrap was with Puff Daddy Who would've thought it? I bought that nigga album in 7th grade And played it so much You would've thought my favorite rapper was Puff Back then I ain't no shit Now I know too much Ignorance is bliss And innocence is just ignorance Before it's introduced to currency and clips Or bad licks that have a nigga serving 3 to 6 Shit Soldiers song Marching
I'ma pull up so lit I just might crash, dog. Let me take this Balenciaga mask off to ask y'all who asked y'all. See, he told me to stomp my ass off, that's all. Bop, 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 bop. He was a good cat, my bad, dog. Don't put no K after that B, boy. Bad call, that's flag talk. Fuck around and knock your flag off. I had to. I wore a gap before a tattoo. I had to. As a matter of fact, I had to. No cap, I'm on them capsules. I done relapsed, boo. But I've been on my feet since Cinderella lost the glass shoe. The cash blue, but I'm still seeing green. I'm in the bathroom and I'm peeing lean. My bitch a vacuum. My toilet keep me clean and seen serene. I'm a badonka donk in bikini fiend. I just need a queen that ain't scared to fuck a Stephen King. I used to live next door to Drake and Mama D and Lisa D on Eagle Street. How I go from bars on the screen, though, to the TV screen. Don't ask me, but never change the channel. Gucci flannel, Gucci size, Gucci sandals, Gucci teddy bears and pandas. Not fake propaganda. About to blow out the candle. My little hoe out Atlanta. Got a hoe out Atlanta with a hoe out Atlanta. She a hoe out Atlanta. We get it. That's just the same in each city. My bitch name better than P. Diddy's. And ever since the pandemic, they don't want that Drake out of Canada. I've been screaming free Drizzy. I know they trust my vision, but don't want me to see prison. Said I can't make no promises, either leave or come visit. But leave the keys to your heart next to your soul and your spirit. Some see graffiti as art, some can see hoes to be women. But I'm the greediest shark amongst an ocean of killers. I put you six feet deep, I'm being socially distant. Nina Ross on the hip, the 44 is my mistress. Extra shots, extra clips, ain't talking videos, no fix. So just come to see about it, bitch. Don't you? Hey, yo, I am the star in any room that I stand in I am the standout, you just my stand-in These bitches copy my homework, that's what they hand in That's why I'm private like the airports I land in Life is a beach house, don't let the sand in I ball in any arena, go let the fans in I should go cop a New Jersey, that's worth the Camden These bitches time TikToking, better stick to dancing D&G, the wallet, my money tall and brolic Big ass backyards, just a pop a big frolic One margarita pizza, with parmesan and garlic These bitches thirsty, I can see why they alcoholics Ain't gotta ever talk about it when you are about it Just bought a new car, not to drive it, but to walk around it Just call me Nikki, cop the blicky, the menage is silent Brand new vanilla Maserati, I've been hogging He call me solid, even though I'm dripping water diet Big booty sticking out my Daisy Dukes will cause a riot These bitches still my sons Who could ever deny it? My packs hit different Who could ever supply it? No one bitch could be my op That shit offends me It's corporate giants and machines That went against me I watched bitches Man, they couldn't even rinse me She said she hot I said, well, bitch, come and convince me Ain't no seeing green But I'm seeing green even with them floor seats, they couldn't see the team The K-I-N-G, the GOAT, plus me the queen I send shots, send them back, or flee the scene You know, one of the perils of making money is you can afford to be dramatic Y'all some drama queens, for real It's all good, though You now tune into the biggest ever YMCMB, Tunchi Lee Young Angel, Young Lion, man Y'all boys get on a track with Onika Mirage and y'all still dying, man. What's up? We in this bitch.
This ain't gonna be the first time that I do numbers on two crutches Seen more plaques than two brushes Until I'm at the pearly white gates I gotta move something, do something All meetings happen in person so they can't prove nothing Known her eight years and still fuck her like a new husband Trying to run the country like Putin one day But who's rushing, who's bluffing, for real who you hugging? Who you wanna be loving? I play 48 minutes on a torn meniscus. Who's subbing? El Chico Luxury. Wanna see my niggas ball so bad I started up a league. Fuck with me. You niggas can't trouble me from the double tree. Step your sweets up. I get Oliver to set the beats up. 2021, I had to wet the streets up. Your girl was better in the morning like a slice of pizza. That's when I had to hit her with the nice to meet ya. You niggas think you doing damage, you just hyping me up Face who? I can see a wall of y'all, all of y'all and run straight through Trust is all fun and games until I wanna play too Adios mio, the ice is frio on the Jesus It's bringing me closer to God, I'm already close to the mob I'm already known as the GOAT, can try and get close but you won't I already packed a garage, none of these shits is a dodge None of this shits a facade, none of this shits a mirage Thought I was seeing things when I was seeing green Six G O D C M B. Yes, sir. So just then we had some brand fresh new music. Cole finally dropped the album and he did not disappoint. And that was my favorite song of the um, new J Cole album. Banger, banger. Nicki dropped an album. <laughs> Which is, which is, it was a beautiful day for music last Friday. You know, we had J. Cole, we had Kodak, we had Nicki, we had the whole Shazam. Like, Dino dropped an album, but ain't nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody listening to Dino. But yeah, that's some fresh new music, and now we're gonna get into our discussion. So, I'm gonna introduce some special guests. I'm here with my friends, they're gonna introduce themselves. So, introduce yourself. What's your name? What's your story? Just give us a quick, quick thing. You not already know Prez, he's been here before. Yeah, man. Third time, third time back on here. Mary just can't get enough of me on uh, this podcast. I don't know about that. <laughs> Tell us your, what's your name. Yeah, it was my debut. It's Abby from Daniel College. You know what? Let me... Should I guess myself a bit? Guess no, 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 As a freelance journalist, you feel me? Hey. Like, <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. During lockdown, I got a bit into music and culture writing, working with publications that advise, GQ, The Face, interviewing the likes of... And then T, just a very, you know, speaking that one. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't speak about that one. That was nah. before, that was before the allegations. Uh, <laughs> OSB, yeah, starting working with a couple of people this summer, hopefully bringing in, doing a bit of video content. But yeah, that's me, that's me. Right, big up Abu, and oh, we'll plug everyone's swoosh. social media at the end, so you can go check out their work. Aaron, introduce yourself, Mr. ACS President. Mads, yeah, my name is Aaron. I'm at St. John's College, and yeah, I'm ACS Press. I ain't got the publications that Abu <laughs> and about to be introduced here, but hopefully we can all have a good discussion about grammar and drill. So that's it from me. Yes, then. sir. And who are you, Mr. Mr. Declan? Worse, worse, worse. I'm Declan. I go to Christchurch. Um, I'm a music producer, so I produce. Um, I've done a few like tracks, co-production, other things coming up as well. Mostly like mainstream UK rap, like. Um, like Rams, that kind of style, usually like Afro Wave, UK rap stuff. Also produce, uh, compose film scores as well. So that's like a different strand of it, but no slightly different there. And I did the EPQ, I was on a first year dissertation on like rap music culture. So, drill music, 
religion and rap music, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, good chat about And me and Declan recently, we just wrote a mini musical, so I'm gonna have to plug that on one episode because it was Whoa. hard. I can't lie. <laughs> yeah. So all my friends are talented, but we're gonna get into it. So this episode is gonna be all about grime, drill, rap. The UK scene, our experiences with it, our opinions. So let's start. If I say to you guys the origin of grime, what are you gonna say back to me? What's the start? I'm Where did say, grime originate? Bo, E3, yeah, East London. I can, I can talk a bit about that actually because uh, Aaron's moment to shine. <laughs> um, my brother was a bit involved in um, grime back in the day actually. Yeah. So in Bo E3 back in the day, there's a group called Rough Squad who produced all the sort of old grime beats so some of the modern like grime songs you may hear recent years like chip coward all of those they take all of the old school beats that were made back in the 2000s in Bowen and it was made by this group so they were sort of like one of the pioneers of like this general grind sound you've also got other people from the ends as well who were speed spitting all of that and then it sort of progressed into other areas like north london we got Skeppy, JMB. So it was sort of, I think it originated in East London. But then as people started to put other people on in other areas, like some people started saying, oh yeah, this is a tin kind of thing. Yeah, and then it real. spread out and it became, we got like a massive presence in North London with Skepta and then man. Then it went to the West. And then, you know, ground just became where it was and it just took yeah. off. So I think that's where it started. That's how it originated. Any, any discourse, any disagreement, any other things that haven't been mentioned? I mean, we got to talk about Chip, we got to talk about Kano, like you said, mm. when they moved to North London, we got a lot of them kind of making Grand popular amongst that. Like, BBK, like, BBK. Clashes as well, like, yeah. Jammers, Dungeon, like, Clash of Mag- what was it called again? What's that Clash, what's Jammers Clashing called? Lord of the Mics. Yeah, yeah. Lord, of the, Lord yeah. of the Mics. So he had, like, proper classic clashes, like, Skepta versus Devilman. Obviously, gets back then when he was ghetto, like, mm. like that culture was just, yeah, it was just crazy. Was and what crazy. impact do you feel like Grimes had on the music um, industry, especially in the UK in particular? I think from like a producing perspective, grime music was like very different in terms of production side of it. Like obviously you had rapping already, like 1970s rappers the like Shereen Organ, you know, US, all that stuff. But when it came to production on like UK grime, it was different. Like it was just samples. The kind of intensity of the beats, the BPM was touching like 140, 150 at different levels. And I think that like that changed a lot of the way like UK music was produced, you know, like bringing the AOAs, the percussion, like everything is it's changed the way that a lot of it sounded. Even like modern like not so much deal with that mainstream UK, when you call it road rap, whatever like nowadays, it's heavily based on, you know, production aspects or grand music as well. Yeah. I feel like grand is the is like the only genre or like black British genre that was properly originated in the UK. Mm. I feel like it's a proper UK sound. Mm. No one even copies in it. Like Joe mm. came from Chicago, shout mm. out. Um, all the man that did it, Lil Reese, fucking Chief Keith. Chief Keith, yeah, shout mm. out. And then even Garage came from the US as well. Like with UK Garage, kind of made our own thing as well. Like Grime is proper London, proper urban, like proper proper London UK culture and I think it's the only genre that is proper <laughs> no yeah I was gonna say about drill because obviously we all know drill did start in the US even though it's something we consider such like a pinnacle of the UK like you think drill my first interaction with drill I was like, like our drill is different no, it is fair, different fair, our drill is different I can't lie to be fair UK drill we made our own thing in it mm. UK drill is interesting because the production influenced US drill mm, so, mm. US, so we had the first wave of US drill that sort of bubbled over to the UK. Then you had certain man 
the 808 Mellow, he worked with Postman, yeah. Axel Beats working with Drake, making George with Drake. <laughs> like, we, yeah, so we exported a lot of producing talent. So now, if you listen to US Drill now, like, it's taking influence from UK, yeah. It sounds like UK Drill, just with mm. American accents. So UK Drill is, UK Drill is proper still. Yeah, I was gonna say. So my first interaction with UK drill was like four, ten, six, seven. Harlem Spiders. What? Harlem Spiders. When Let's came out, when Let's Look came out, I think that was the. And you know what, I feel like Drill brought something in a, 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 okay, particularly the boys. I know the boys, it was a madness, because it's that, like, you know white people, yeah, when they want to get violent, they got that screamo rock, and they got the, (laughs) with the boys, it was Drill, it was dip splash, you know, it was all of that, and it's like, obviously, it's very violent lyrics, let's be real. Like, that's the whole point. Drill, but even the name of it, I well, this is what I learned, that it originated from, like, literally the sound of a drill, like, yeah, drill, yeah, and if you think, like, ding, dang, bush, do you know what I mean? It's the sound behind it. You know what I mean? It's that it's that impactful, violent kind of energy, but it's this type of thing that at a party, you're going to be in a mosh pit, like, uh, drill, I think it brings out a certain emotion. It's kind of cathartic in a way. But to move on, so let's talk a bit about this divide between well, we'll start within, with outside of London. So you've got obviously the bait, you know, London. You got gigs. You got Wiley. You got Chip. You got Skepta. You got Kano. But you know, recently we started to see an emergence of like drill, grind, rap artists from the Midlands. So you know, you you got no no. Fresh out of Coventry, you got, you know, you got people from, you got Bugsy, come on, like, let's talk, let's talk a bit about Midlands rap. Bugsy, do you know what, I feel like Bugsy, for me personally, that was the first time I proper locked in outside of London. Mm. Yeah, His yeah, beef yeah. with like Chip. Yeah, Chip. That's that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you not? I used to think yeah. I was Chip. My brother Jeffrey, he was. I you know. Bugs. You, remember, <laughs> you remember back in the day when the Chip and Bugsy beef was going on, and the way people be like, "Oh, Chip just released a track," yeah. and they'd be like, "Oh man, it's eight hours after Bugsy released it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they were quick. People were locked quick. in. Like in lessons, people yeah. be like, "Oh, the Chip just dropped." You just know he was on the bus writing them things. I didn't see that again until the Stormzy one. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And yeah, no, Bugsy King of the North. I feel like he is. He stands. is because not gonna lie, like he is. I think he he gave he broke through for he a lot of those other through. artists. Because yeah. you know when it came to H, like right, everyone just liked it because he had a bit of an accent. Like do you know what I mean? But no, I he's solid. He's solid. He's got some bars. And he's also cool. His daily duppy ain't even like it ain't even too bad. Is he talking commercial? No. Do you know? Do you know who worked through for me? What was that song? It was that Irish guy. So I feel like at first it was kind of like this intrigue with like, you know, that different accent on drill. We're very used to the London side. But, you know, when you can show you've got the bars and you've got, you know, you're bringing your culture into it. Wait, cool. one Speaking of Dublin, um, what was that song with um, Russ and um, 
remember you went to Dublin, made that Yeah, no, yeah. Link up, link up. Yeah, Splash your cash. I don't know what to do. I don't even know what that guy's saying, but it bangs that. Do you know Irish Joe is popping right now? It's banging. I swear, what was that? um The Debo guy, the massive guy with the deep voice. Yeah, and what was that fumes? The the press, what was it called? I know what you're talking about. I've heard. Glad. I swear that's the Irish ones. No, nah, they ain't. They ain't Irish. They are. Nah, they are. Oh, the same yeah, ones yeah, the Irish. Put some respect on the Irish. Nah, everyone's dropping the Corona in their songs lately. I'm not fucking with it. I kind of like. I'm trying to listen to music to escape the panic. Like, but anyway, moving on, moving on. So yeah, what would you say is okay? I ask you all the question, and I want some short answers. What's the best artist from non-London UK? Grime, rap, or drill? I mean, yeah. I'm biased in it. On my brother passing. Yeah, I gotta agree. He follows me on Instagram. I have to agree with. Oh, sorry, Abby, my lad, Abby. I haven't heard Parsi that much, so all I can say is Parsi. Oh no, millions. Ah, uh, millions. Oh, no, millions. Oh, no, yeah, millions. Yeah, yeah, millions. Because you know we watched that cycle together, and millions was holding down. In terms of like enjoyment, millions. In terms of like legacy on grime, obviously it's Bugsy. In terms of actually what players. Yeah, yeah, Millions got some bangers. I'm not gonna lie, I've never seen Millions miss. He don't miss, bro. He don't miss. No He's misses. So now we're gonna take it a bit more interesting. Let's go into London. And it's quite interesting because I'm from North, Prez is from South, you know, Iris from East. Yeah. What ends are you? I'm from Izzy. So You're from North Izzy. You're from I'm North, and Declan's from East. We don't have no one representing West, but fuck West. Oh, <laughs> West got Asia Chase. They can. Yeah, I don't know. No, 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 West got Fredo. Fredo, yeah, true. Diggity. Okay, fair. But yeah, so let's talk a bit about this North, East, South, West. I mean, firstly, like, okay, well, we have to come together and say East is where a lot of this shit started. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. but they're not. Who's I'm the saying, firstly, yeah, I'm going to say, I'll give East Grime, but I'm taking Drill for South. No, what Without about Harlem North? and Six? Respect North. North. North, 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 we're taking rap. Without Harlem yeah, and Six, rap, seven, taking, I can't lie. Drew's not taking up. I we've can't got lie. shit. Taking rap. We've got everyone, I can't lie. We've got Skepta, we've got JME, we've got Brett, we've got my brother Adelino, we've got Fairman. North has got talent. a lyricist. Yeah, you got, yeah. I want to hear the producer perspective. Go on. I mean, East is obviously like, Origins. That's Origins. Yeah. You don't Origins. You're talking about Cayman, you're talking about, you know, Oh, okay, no, bigger. Yeah, like literally, those areas you can't deny. But if we're talking drill, yeah, I can't, I can't argue East for drill. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not gonna try and make that. No, I feel like drill is south. I'll be real. Drill has to be south because that's what Harlem Spartan. That's Kenan. That's south. Yeah, four ten. That's Harlem Spartan. Even popping like that. Hey. Bro, yeah, but now, but that's because you would not have this drill movement. Like no, but that's not even because I can't lie. I fuck with Blanco. For me, he's but Blanco has kind of transgressed outside of drill. Exactly. I wouldn't consider him drill no more. Nah, he's not. He's out on this. He's on this like soft. Yeah, he's got his Brazilian influence. Is it a drill anymore? Oh, heavy. Oh wait. Jill, why are we not why are we not talking about North and Jill? OFB. OFB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. OFB is not taking off without six levels in Kennedy. No, but not gonna lie. No, but not gonna lie. If we're talking about origins, what's the last bang you want? Okay, what's the last bang you want? Six seven and fell off. Six seven and fell off. Six seven and fell off. Yeah, they don't make music like that anymore. So yeah, where did we leave off? We were talking about drill, but Declan's got a hot take. No, I don't think I don't think drill replaced grime. I think grime evolved into like what you now call there's not really a name for it, but like mainstream UK rap, I think. Mm. Like, you know, it was doing Dave, AJ Tracy, like the mm. standard UK rap. It's and then true. drill came in as a separate thing. Mm. I don't think grime turned into drill. I no, but it overtook drill. Because there's like one point where grime yeah, yeah. is the only 
UK rap, UK urban thing that was popping with Stormzy, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricky Skin Man, Shut Up, um, Man Don't Care, like, it was only grand. In terms of popularity, but aside from popularity, if we're talking about actual, like, musical genres, yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of shoot one of them. No, 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 yeah, yeah, I agree. Very different I agree. No, yeah, 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 it's not like one evolved into the other, they're yeah, two exactly, separate yeah, entities. Yeah. And I feel like that raises an important point, even just with race and music, in the sense that I think one thing about the UK is that what kind of really made grime stand out back in the days and differentiate it, there wasn't really a space for black people in music. Even in pop, like, it wasn't really... I mean, I can't really talk about a lot of UK pop black artists that yeah. are popular, especially back in the days. So I think that's why grime was so, like, standalone. <clears throat> but now that it's kind of more normal, society's become a bit more, you know, diverse, when we see the likes of Heady One collabing with people like Drake, even, like, Dave, who's become really mainstream... You know, you've got people like who else? I don't know. Even AJ Tracy, like all the white people. If I'm AJ, saying, AJ is very mainstream. AJ is very mainstream, very, very and I think it's it's a thing of like normalization. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like grime anymore because it's something that everyone. I mean, let's look at this last couple of weeks where Body by Tion Wayne and Russ has gone to number one, what and that caused such a controversy. They were like, "Oh yeah, this violent drill." Whereas people who actually know drill know that Body is like the the cusps of drill. Like that's not even drill, drill. That's very much like barely touching it. No, Do you know what I mean? It's a solid drill track. I mean... It depends if you're talking about whether content in, influences what... But what I'm trying to say is it's very much commercial and, like... Yeah, that's, that's, drill, that's, that's drill nowadays. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's the exact point I'm making. Like, the fact that that's gone to number one, it's become normalised. I feel like some people don't see it as... I think it's more than just the music to a lot of people. It's a cultural thing as well. Because mm. I think what made drill so standout-ish is that it was this, like oh, taboo, oh, my gosh, they're talking about, like, dip-splashing whoever's cousin and, oh, my gosh, like, they're not doing this normally. Can, so, I, can I draw some unity? Yeah, go on, go on. There's a concept called um, connective marginalities. Yeah, kind of Ooh, like, big words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Osamari, 2001. Ah! Uh, <laughs> basically, the idea, like you said, it's providing a platform for marginalised groups. Mm. Rap music as a whole was not created to be a mainstream genre. It was created out of marginalisation. You know, talking about original rap music like Bronx, 1970s, that kind of stuff. Like, it was made for marginalised groups. So the fact that it's now going mainstream, it causes problems you don't have to deal with in other genres because, you know, synth pop music was always meant to be mainstream. You have a real challenge with rap music where it was designed as a kind of protest music, as a kind of, like, opposite music to what was popular at the time. So now that that's going mainstream, you've got all these debates about, you know, authenticity, like, oh, they're not really doing what they say in their raps and all this stuff, like, mm. which isn't an issue in any other genre. It's a unique genre, like, to look at in that way. In no other genre are you expected to actually have carried out what you say in your lyrics. I'm not a single other genre. No. You speak from perspectives. In drill mm. music, if you're not the person doing it, people dislike your music. That's unique. No mm. other genre has that. That's actually And, like, if we look at America and we look like, I always confuse. It's Rick Ross who yeah. allegedly based his like rap career off like a real gangster, and it wasn't him who actually did it, mm. right? And he got a is lot of. Rick Ross? Oh, I'm, sure. I'm so sure. It was yeah, Rick I can't lie. I'm, I'm okay, well, that's what I heard, <laughs> and he got a lot of shit for it. And it's like, you know, you call Central C Central Cap, and it's because yeah, you don't believe what he did. A lot of it is a believability. Why? Does he doesn't say anything mad like that. Does he? Ah. Ah. What does he say? He just says I was trapping. Well, I so think I think I doubt he was even doing that though. Uh, no, nah, but you know what is? No, nah, I feel like essentially sells pills and shit. But like, yeah, I feel like with OFB, OFB got so many fanboys, right? 
like all these moist earthy farms. Oh my days! Like, you like, go like, to right, Woodwater right. Park, uh, Woodwater Farm, sorry, right. and like right. it's a very much that oh, infatuation with the lifestyle. Like, oh, uh, SJ did so this, weird. SJ did that. Like, there's actually like I've seen TikToks whose whole account yeah. is dedicated to explaining the whole earthy. It's, so it's, it's fetishization. fetishization. We're going a bit back, but um, to what Declan said about um, like rap in America and like how it was born from like marginalized groups or sort of like protest music, I thought that was actually really, really interesting. But at the same time, I also think when we look back at music before, let's say, okay, you've got the 80s in America, so you've got like gangster rap, you know, like NWA, all of those people. When they started like making their music, like the criticism they had for rap earlier before them, so you've got like the lights of them. Um, all the people in Ireland, Def Jam in New York, yeah. like LL Cool J, yeah. or like Run DMC. You know Run DMC when they're making choose a rock, like rock, like rock. I mean, Ka- even Kanye did it. Yeah, he collabed with a lot of Jay-Z rock musicians. Yeah, Linkin Park are actually yeah. Loki honorary. Yeah, they are. They're yeah. Like, the criticism. Yeah, they're right to the cookout. I'm saying the criticism that those men made, like the man making music in LA in the '80s, they were like, they're not talking enough about like the life because they felt like they had to go. Rap was in that mainstream element. And I can't lie, obviously, like, the situation for black people at that time period mm. wasn't great. So they had to sort of conform to mm. society's ideals. I mean, if you look at well, the way black people were dressing as well, back in the 80s, we were wearing jerry curls. Like, we actually textured... Right, I mean, no, not me, but, like, <laughs> obviously black people then, like, they had, they were literally making their head, like, deliberately curly. You know the mm. album cover of Michael mm. Jackson's mm. big album yeah. where he's got the thriller. You know, mm. thriller, like, you know what I mean? It's that kind of stuff. And they were like, no, we need to talk about the life. That's when rap started getting like violent. Like you start getting the distracts in LA. And you know what? This brings yeah. us really well onto our yeah. next discussion topic, which is about the debate on drill, but not just drill, on music. And it's whether life imitates art or art imitates life. So I'll just preface it by saying, you know, we've seen it in politics. Crips and Cohen, I went into the, you know, House of Lords to debate this about whether oh, yeah. drill is inciting violence. Others may argue that it's just a representation of people's lives. Like mu- music is supposed to be a way to express your life and your experiences and tell your story. And obviously, a lot of drill artists are doing that. But we need to discuss, you know, what's your take? I feel like it's a very simple to be like, no, well, you know, no, drill doesn't cause violence. It's definitely, but it's very much not. I don't think it's as straightforward as that. And I think something to discuss as well is like a lot of other cult genres of music. So you know, you got rock, you got Marilyn Manson, whose music incited people to commit murder. You know. Mm. I've got points, but I've got a few points. But anyway, I'll go one by one. So I'll start with Declan. No, so I did, so I wrote my, the EPQ I did recently was on to what extent does drill music cause violence in London. So like about this kind of topic. And it's a good point you make about like other genres as well. I literally, as part of my EPQ, I looked at like heavy rock songs mm. that literally like promote like killing babies and stuff like that. Mm. But like, that people don't really talk about. And then there's like issues of that. Like, That's- is it a racial thing? Because why are those songs not picked up in the same way? Mm. And kind of criticised when they don't receive that. I think bottom line, I think it's a poor argument if anyone ever tries to argue that drill isn't violent. Bottom line, it's always violent. Yeah, I don't mm. think it's. I mean, that's kind of the, the appeal of exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah, mm. I don't think I think that's a stupid argument to go down that route. But once mm. you establish it's violent, it's is it something that reflects kind of reality or is it? I mean, life is violent it? for for a lot of those people who yeah, create that and music. This thing, my Oxford interview, we spoke about drill music in it, and part of the debate they had was about. I said to the professor that obviously is violent, he was like, Yeah, but like Mozart's operas are violent, like people die in them. I was like, Yeah, but it's different when the murderer is your protagonist rather than like your antagonist, mm. as in with drill music, 
your speaker is encouraging you to get on people the side. People idolise. People yeah, idolise. You're not the villain. Isn't that your your hero is mm. the murderer now? Mm. So that like, it's a different turnaround. But to me, personal opinion, like, I don't think it creates the problem. I think the problem exists for other factors that like, you know. You talk about police, talk about youth centres, those kind of issues, kind of skim over it. Mm. But I think, in my mind, you could see it as a catalyst. You could mm. say it speeds up an issue that's already there, but without the other problems, would it cause any issues? No. I think it just worsens a pre-existing situation. Mm. I don't mm. think it causes the problem in itself. Mm. That's a sick take, I'm not even convinced that it catalyzes it. I think it definitely I does. Think it does. I think because it does. You know, because it's the whole yeah. thing of, like, this and replying. And I can speed up the process. Between the artists. Yeah, but that's why that's what I feel like. Yeah, that's why I agree with Declan on the, on the point that like you can. I feel like anyone who will ever try and say that drill is creating the problem that's yeah. there, you're just looking for an yeah. easy cop out to the problems that are in society. It's an easy yeah. But when you look at like the shit that people are saying in drill, yeah. or like this person's this per- this yeah. person now they have to reply and do this. I mean, you've got in lines that like, sense, "Oh, I watched your mum cry yeah, with your dead body." Exactly, like. and that type of stuff, and you can say incites violence. Oh, but that's that artists. violence is already there, exactly. regardless of the music. But you know, it is you. You say definitely between the artists, and I agree. And you know, I don't really have a clear stance as in I agree or disagree because I think it's a lot more complex than that. But I think one of the most problematic things that you'd be surprised about is that, well, not even be surprised about, but it's this whole idea of role models, right? Mm. And like. As black people, as minorities, we don't already we don't have a lot of positive role models. Mm-hmm. Whether that is because we don't really have stereotypically like the nuclear family, or whether we don't see a lot ourselves in politics, we don't see ourselves in the places in society where you'd expect to see yourselves. A lot of kids, their role models become these rappers and these drill artists, and they idolize. And obviously, us, we can look at it critically and think, you know, okay, Heady one saying this, this person saying this. Okay, take this with a pinch of salt because remember, this, 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 this has happened in their life. And we've seen an emergence, which I feel like with a lot of grime kind of drill, you know, Dave, where I think the artists are starting to acknowledge, okay, well, it's not just I've done this violent thing and I've done life is amazing. They talk about their pain. Exactly. If you look at Dave's psychodrama. It's literally like a therapy session. It's an exploration of like the struggle he's gone through and everything that's happened. But I don't think every audience takes it with that same pinch of salt. And I think there's very there's a lot of people who are already in vulnerable situations, are already like quite susceptible. If they have these role models who, you know, are rich, lavish, they're not in jail, they're living life, they're on planes, they're collabing with Drake, but they're also bragging about killing this person and doing this. It's those type of people who will be influenced. And I don't know if that's only the... It's not like it's the only the fault of drill. Because see, a lot problem, of that is not having... That is that why should drill artists have to become these role models? Yeah. They're making their music of, of their them reality. Say, them, like, I spoke, bro, like, I don't know what he said to man. Like, I'm not a role model, innit? Like, he just said he's telling his story mm. and people are tuning in, like... Exactly. And it's true, they should They don't have a social responsibility. But, to like, but that, that's an even bigger silence. question about whether celebrities have a social responsibility because yeah. on one hand, I agree. And I very much am a like advocate of telling your story and like unfiltered, you shouldn't have to filter your life because other people don't have to do it. But on the same hand, it's like, once you've got that much following, you've got that much power, yeah. these are your fans that yeah. you're making money off. You do kind of have a responsibility. As well. So, like, as a very key thing, it's, it's a simple point, but, like, you should not have anyone under the age of, like, 16 at least listening to Joel. But like, you can't control it. that. Yeah. You can't control <laughs> that. That's your main, that's the main <laughs> fan base. Like, I'm like, like it's, it's, it's literally kids. Secondary school time. Yeah, 70 and 9, bro. Like, I'm not, you say that, but you can't control what they listen oh, yeah. to. Now, obviously not, and obviously they're probably going to call me a career because I've been producing it. But like, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> I do think like 
the way labels work as well. Like, I know a lot of that. I've spoken to people with labels, and they target very young people with your no, music. They course. target the TikTok. Yeah. You know, is, that, is there a moral problem with that? Uh, especially yes, against Zara. Especially against Zara. 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 The problem Zara. should be taken up with them as well then. Why is it only falling falling? I think artists? labels are a big problem. I think labels. The way because labels it's who target, you're marking the two yeah, as well. You can't just blame the artists. I've seen case. labels, and obviously that, I can't like, name labels, but I've seen labels who have literally set up like, Instagram ads for drill music, and I've seen them setting the sliders to like, 11 to 14 something that. that is that's, messed that's, that is so messed, yeah. up. so messed up so messed up because that is their I think the answer I think what, the most they're more susceptible what 17 year olds are going to be making TikToks based on Joe like wait Zara what do you think I just, it's just wild to see like how it spreads as well to like I went to like a school that was like in sick form it was, the whole town was like 99% yeah. white upper middle class kids and the way they were like trying to emulate this lifestyle that was just so far removed from their reality just because they like were listening to drill and it was like it's just crazy to see how it spreads as well and how different people respond to it people that like literally couldn't even imagine this is the same issue actually living about before, it's the authenticity thing. About yeah, because not gonna lie, like it's on TikTok. It's the it's the people from Buckinghamshire. Yeah, yeah. Coming to talk about violence. That's actually that's, 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 that's answer this question as well. Is that necessarily a bad thing though? Yes. No, wait, wait, no, wait, no, wait. Okay. no, 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 no. That's how that's how you become mainstream though. That's how you get the real money. That's how you get the real money. Yeah, I was gonna say that's how you firstly that's how you become mainstream. And secondly, isn't the whole point that these artists want to tell their story to the wider audience? They're gonna be people from Buckinghamshire. From other areas that don't I know. Lie. Without Buckinghamshire, Jill would have never had Do you know what it is? I don't think it's the fault of the artist. Yeah. I think some of the viewers are dumb as fuck. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> The people that emulate the Jill lifestyle, more time, it's not the people living on. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. The yeah. Yeah. that's the problem. It's not the people that are screened from school. It's the true. people that are, are completely like. Because people that do are. See the UK black population yeah how much do you think it is it's like 13% max free. you say 13 it's 3% it's 3% bro do you know London black distorts people, your, black your people were always listening to bro. this uh, black UK music but the only time it proper popped off was because when the white, the white exactly, exactly. Yeah, America exactly, America exactly. is America is 13% Mm. Well, that's what four times as much as we have, and mm. their population is so much bigger. Mm. So, if only the black population, African American population, they, they can never rap. Only, bro, they can. America, the black population can, bro. That's like that's like a voting block. That's like it's significant, isn't it? In the UK, it's not like we need mm. like the our artists are the only gonna blow. So you're writing as you, a black artist, arguably for black white listeners, audience. but. Without white listeners, you can't blame. You can't reach us that. You wouldn't make can't. any money. Do you like, know how you big can't. American rap is, like? Do you know how easy it is for them to sell three hundred k first? Mm. Like, do you know that like, number one? All the number one albums are gonna be American rap. You know that's all what like, no name. Because like, I saw, I saw no name live like last year. I love she, she was saying not last year, like two years ago, and she was saying that she didn't like doesn't want to perform anymore because she's singing about her like experiences, uh, rapping about her experiences as a black woman in America, and just performing in London, and it was like three hundred white kids yeah. like. Oh my god! Wait, her. can we stop? Because and I am like, a, four us by us, all these little white no, kids. No, I am an avid like great. I've been to probably twenty plus concerts. I've seen almost everyone. I love concerts and I'm passion and. Every fucking concert I go to, I'm in a sea full of white people. <laughs> and it's so just like, obviously you're allowed to be there. You're allowed to enjoy it. But it's just like, it's really jarring. No, but it's not like you're allowed to enjoy this thing. But it's kind of sad in a sense where 
you know, even Dave, he's performing black, black is beautiful, black is excellent, and it's just me like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they need to. They need to. Yeah, that's, that's a different they need to. Okay, not not even him in particular. No, but you know what it is. But you know what it is. It's not even just about the listenership because think about it like this. A lot of the people who have the opportunity to see these artists live, yeah, it's expensive. It's, yeah. it's expensive. Yeah, it's it creates that social yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like the people who really connect to this music, who benefit from this music, who oh, love this music, aren't ever gonna be able. Like most of my friends who are black ain't been to concerts. I can't I lie. That. I hear that. It's sad. Like yeah, they don't have the opportunity. Their parents won't let them. They don't have the money. Well, they never, you know, it's not, it's not part of our culture as much. Concerts are very much white culture. I saw my first concerts were in sixth form. That's literally for that reason. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna start to round up because we've we've been speaking for half an hour. It's been it's been gold, and we're definitely gonna do a part two of this because it's been great. So I just want to kind of end on a couple things. So first things first, we won't just say best grime, best grime rap drill, best and um, best in the UK right now. Everyone, give me your best. Just give me the name um, and why rap like black, mm, you know diaspora because it's the sound of the diaspora. Best, are we saying best black rapper? Best black rapper. They don't have to be rapper. They can be a singer. H. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Um, <laughs> I might have to give it to millions just because, like, you see the new wave of rappers that came came through in the lockdown? Recently, yeah. They've had it so tough, like. Can you define your question a bit more? Like, you like number one that I enjoy listening to? I guess your favorite, favorite, your favorite. Overall, all okay. things considered. I'm just thinking millions because, yeah, because he came up during the lockdown. He came with his unique flow that mm. I ain't heard, like. His voice, where, like, his voice is so Birmingham. unique as well. Yeah, his voice, like, he's from Burns, yeah. Um, he kind of looks like a lion, like Pink Panther. <laughs> yeah, that's not sad. Right? I mean, I <laughs> no comment on that one. I don't know about that one. All right, fair enough. Press. I'm definitely going to have to be skeptical. Mm. He's just been doing his thing for so mm. long and so well. He is, he's got like his that greatness is undeniable face. at that stage. Yeah. Like, yeah, on he's slam, literally on a living goal. Yeah, oh, uh, just, uh, I just got on the jet. I, I left come on, on the seat. <laughs> That was crazy. That was amazing. How did he get away with that? He can talk his shit, man. Rated, like, I remember chatting to my guy Buggy, G4 Boys, yeah. He was saying, yeah, man, Skeps is the only one that people are proper locked in in the US. Mm. Aaron? Mm. It's mad still, like, Skepta's mad, but, like, it's always been JME for me, I can't lie. Mm. It's, I've always been, I've always been a JME mm. guy. I can respect like, I'm a Dave since, guy as well, I mean, I'm like, like, since mm. back in the day with all his old albums, I like, remember when he made that Jamie song, just Jamie. Yeah. Mm. Like, from back then, I remember I was nice locked in. Bars, nice six bars, bars integrity, revenge, yeah. no integrity, amen, all them mm. old ones there. And then him going back for back, you know, BBK. The way they bounce off each other. I just feel like his flow as well. Like the way his crazy, flow is crazy. I, I don't think I don't there's someone there's like him. him. There's no one like him. No. His delivery's nuts. And I can't. That guy sticks to grind. That guy is. He is yeah. very true to his. And he made a grunt. He made a grunt album recently as well. Yeah, now press featured it on a previous episode. Declan. Until that legacy artist will never leave my playlist. I'm talking. I thought you were going to say Kano. I'm going to say Kano. I knew it. Kano or Vetch. Kano or Vetch. Yeah, and Kano. Made in the manner, probably my favorite UK album. That's a ten. That's a. There's not a lot of ten out of ten albums. That's a ten out of ten UK album. Like that, and if we're talking like current artists right now, I'm interested. I listen to a lot of Nux right now. Ah, he's cold. Nux is cold. He's hard. He's hard. NRG one of Okay, and for me, and wait, 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 wait. I'll go say something. For me, if we're talking about just like ruthless, timeless. Ridiculous Jay Hustler. Mm. 
Mm. And you think about NSG blowing up as well, mm. and like the big J5, J5 influence. Any respect on J5, but J House is delivery. Like, his voice, like everything he says, like no misses, just hits. But also, I do think with that being said, Declan's raised a really good point. I feel like credit needs to more credit needs to go to the producers because especially you were saying this off when we weren't even on the podcast. You were saying. A lot of rappers are getting carried by their beats. Their beats like it's carried. just the beats that carry them. Like you don't even have no, to. No, like even that spot I'm got him when he's ting. Like it's Bro, the yeah, beat. beat. America, beat they're, they're, the beat. they're not saying nothing. They're not saying they actually anything. They, actually they step in the booth and they just <laughs> buy it. <laughs> it's literally the producers doing all the work. But no, no, but deeper that beat has got people doing the weirdest, like most brought up dance. Everyone's yeah. going like this now. <laughs> <laughs> even like, even the, new, the new what's it called, Young Thug Ski, whatever. Like it's the beat. It's the beat. I can't lie. The beat. You know, dances are very important these days. Don't talk. No, another episode what? for how TikTok ruined their music industry. Another episode because I can't. Alright, guys, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to round shit up. But um, it was really really great to have you guys on here. We love to have a little music expertise. Everyone, it's nice because they come from different walks of life. You know, like Declan said, he's got his producing knowledge. Abby's multi talented. That journalism, he's interviewed better artists. Aaron, you know, it's in the family and the roots. And Prez, he's just a music head. Like, it's, we love to have this, and we'll definitely be back. Um, thank you guys for listening to episode 8 of Sounds of Diaspora obviously I'll be back for more and yeah come back next week you know where to find me on Twitter it's MadPsychT you know where to find me on Instagram I'm gonna plug all these guys when I'm done editing but yeah thanks for having you guys we got new man and until next time adios period just wanted to end up by shouting out some of the people we had today. So if you want to hear more about Declan's producing, check out Declan MP Music on Instagram or hit me up if you want his handles. He's done some really big things for the industry. If you want to see some of Abu's work, so he, like he said, he does reporting, he does all of that, check out A-Star underscore Abu on Instagram. Get at my guys, they got that talent. Women got the melanin dripping, L O N D O N C E girl living in the back, looking like fire chili pepper. Europe by girl tougher than imperial leather. He was getting bitter while she was getting better. Diamonds are forever. Miss Sierra Leone looking like a gem. Works hard in the week, party on the weekend. Know you wanna live with no one watching how you spend. Got a thing for the finer things and the finer men. <laughs> Miss Tanzania, she a do or die. Says she wanna know more about the Sukuma tribe we hit the zoo once wasn't enough got an ocean full of knowledge you could scuba dive miss ethiopia can play so jazzy they sit you down to school you on selassie tell them you're not in without a woman no woman to woman i just want to see you glow tell them what's up i
repping for your country, son Kissing your brown skin, looking like money Say she focusing on being an accountant When you have beauty and brains, they find it astounding Why? She been getting it on her own, nigga Self-made, ain't nobody doing gold, nigga Now, Miss India always beats with her test Got respect from her people, cause she leads them the best Hmm, real life queen in the flesh Know the crown get heavy, still the bees on your head Brooklyn ladies, know you hustle on the daily Innovative just like Donna Summer in the 80s Your time is seeing you glow now Intelligence and elegance, show them how Miss Jamaica, understand food for the soul She get up in the kitchen or she throw down Ain't nothing without a woman, no Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow Tell them what's up Gonna go, come with it, never let the marijuana fail. Though a sucker for the romance, take you to the homeland. One way she ain't coming back, nah. All I see is black stars, and I friggin' love it, yeah, yeah. Time's up, tell the people that we coming, yeah, yeah. Done being in the shadow, going public, yeah, yeah. Don't know how to bear it, how to stomach, yeah, yeah. Hand over the shit and let us run it, yeah, yeah. All we know is looking clueless, all they know is stairs, there. Ain't nothing without a woman, no. Woman to woman, I just wanna see you glow, glow, glow. I love how you go from zero to one hundred and leave the dust behind. You've got this and lead them with your life. You woman got to woman, this I just wanna see you glow. Tell them what's up. You know what Sometimes, you know, I just look around and I just think of all the things in the country, all the great things in life, and all the horrible things, that are just the other half of the great things in life. And how you don't really get greatness without sacrifice. You don't get good things without a little bit of pain. And how happiness is the substitute for the emptiness that you can sometimes feel on the other side. And, you know, it just reminds me to call you, but then you never pick up the phone.